Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. I'd really like to extend my gratitude to all my friends uh, who are supporting me on this journey, giving me their feedback, uh, helping me with the tips. Thank you so much. It uh, really means a lot um, to to help me grow, to help me look out for better ways to communicate and deliver my message to all of you. And uh, I mean, as much as I'm excited to share my research with you, to share you know what I what I found with all of you. I I also feel the 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 duty to ensure that I commit to the goal of this podcast and that I use the appropriate language and vocabulary to deliver the message. So any feedback that 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 comes I'm really really thankful to all, uh, to all of you for that. And to those who are uh you know uh who have listened to this podcast and we know each other personally like on WhatsApp or we live in the same city you are more than welcome to 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 approach me not only by email but also WhatsApp or Instagram uh for that matter anyway to be honest this is my fifth attempt <laughs> to record this podcast and i hope it's the last one uh because uh it has been quite difficult for me to pin down uh today's uh, today's message today's uh, topic um so it's the second day of ramadan right so i'm at the second revelation uh which is uh, surah al-qalam uh, which is a pen and um uh, and again you know a little disclaimer i'm not going to the science of naming surahs and 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 the the, the sequence in the quran so please um that is a topic for another time uh maybe i'll talk about that one day if it's interesting for all of you anyway um so and this surah has profound lessons uh that are timeless in my opinion hence the difficulty to pick one Uh, so there is this one lesson where the the first lesson. So there are three. I would name all three of them, and then uh, the suspense and the surprise will tell you which one I pick. <laughs> so the first one uh, is about what impact it can have on your mental health. The things that people tell you, especially the people whom you trust, whom you trusted, or whom you are. about to lose you know about to uh about to trust let's say uh the, the the validation and the confirmation that we seek in someone else and how how their words um can impact your mental health especially uh, especially when you um when you do not align with the standards that they have set for you and and i think this is quite an interesting topic we can talk about there are many aspects that come into my mind at the moment um the second one the second topic is the attitude of men as being um um to to seek um uh, the greed um not to seek greed but the second topic has to do with greed with uh, how what impacts greed can have uh on on the spirituality of a person and uh, how it can lead to ungratefulness and the third topic that i wanted to talk about was the 
feeling the feeling of accountability and responsibility of one's words and uh, their communication to people. So you see, just by looking at these three topics, uh, I'm sure even in your uh, in, in your minds, um, in your enlightened minds, you already have certain things that you can talk about already. So what I personally, I wanted to go for with the first topic, like um, uh, define, you know, when, when, how people, uh, what people tell you and how it can affect you and uh, how, how can we establish our own truths independent of social and cultural norms. And I think that's quite, quite, a, quite a major topic also. However, <laughs> I've decided to choose to go with the topic of greed because I think greed is something that is not only affecting, that has not only affected back then, people back then, but it is something that is affecting lots of people today. And, and we see that live examples, especially with this, this over explosion of capitalism and the, the, the habits that we have developed of, uh, of, of hoarding and of, um, of being hungry for the next best thing to have. And uh, a very, very interesting example came to my mind, actually, because since I'm fasting nowadays, and it's like, you know, I look forward the entire day to eat and to drink. And by the time I'm approaching to break my fast, nothing seems to be more precious than food, uh, a morsel of food and a, a, drip, a sip of water. And as soon as I get it, and as soon as that's, and, and I'm in that point where, you know, I can drink any kind of water. I don't care if it's with gas, even if I don't like gas water, even if it's a tap water, even if it's a mineral water, whatever water that is, I feel that I'd like to have a water, no matter what, just to quench my thirst. And as it, as it is about food, I, I wouldn't mind even if it's just date that I break my fast with, or if it's um, biryani, or if it's korma, you know, any of the dishes. But as soon as I break my fast, I, f I feel how quickly my, my definition of what I need changes and how easy it was for me to be pleased by something material and I'm already looking for the next thing to have. So for example, now I've had water, now I want to have a nice smoothie. Then I've had a smoothie, now <laughs> I want to have something else to drink. I broke my fast with dates and I broke my fast with the soup. Now I want to have a biryani. I had a biryani. Now I want to have something else tomorrow. I'm already planning for something else tomorrow then. Actually, it happened yesterday already. I was thinking of doing some fancy iftar tonight again. But then, you know, like, so you see that it's, uh, there's this, this, this constant, whenever it comes to fulfilling your needs and your desires that are very much connected to materialism, it's not, it's not late that 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 joy that you get is 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 short lived and this is exactly what what you know we we i i feel that living we're living in this really fast paced world i feel that we are so busy with enjoying the liberty of having a great quality of life that we keep on looking for the next best best table for the next best chair for the next best laptop mobile phone you name it and and the entire the 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 the, the all these m major corporations that is exactly what they feed on you know they they try they know that you're excited for the next best thing to have and that is exactly even if 
iPhone is the biggest example. Even if they are going to launch a feature that is six years old uh, in the uh, smartphone market, but the way they market it, you feel like oh, you want to have that. So you, you, you instantly become unsatisfied with what you have at the moment. And that is why this verse, the, the, this verse, the, the ayah comes to my mind, I see, I'm still used to saying verse. <laughs> so this ayah comes to my mind where um, uh, it's, this, it's the Surah 74 and Ayah 15. It is called, Yet he is hungry for more. So Allah beautifully defines in the Quran that, you know, we will always be hungry for more. Like there, there's, 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 and, and then, you know, I will combine this with another uh, verse, uh, ayah in the Quran, Surah 17 and Ayah 67. And ever is man ungrateful. So what actually makes us ungrateful? You know, what, what, what is it? I mean, nowadays, if I look, if, you know, if I, if I, if I refer to these, these, these new wave of spiritual, spiritual, spirituality and, and this, this self-help books, you know, this is something, one of the cornerstones of this, uh, of all these talks is to be grateful for what you have, to live in the moment, to be the power of now, you know, all of these statements. And I was, I'm quite surprised that exactly these 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 rules that we are planning to live by by now that we that, that things that are that are apparently told that there's something new or something that you should start doing they have been actually practically been told the same thing 1400 years ago in the quran and this is what again you know this is what again fascinates me about uh, about about this uh, uh, this this concept this topic that greed is something that is so Instinctive that is so much into the into the nature of man, and there's a there's a saying of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi There's a hadith where he says that, um, I mean it's not the 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 exact um, statement, but he says that if a man had a valley full of gold, he'd wish for the second one. And it's very profound in a way, like and and this the surah that I'm talking about today this that surah is uh, just a second, it is surah sixty eight. Uh, the Surah Al-Qalam that I'm, I'm referring to at the moment, there's this one very beautiful verse that came to my um, that came to my attention and it was where is it? Um, ah yeah. I'm sorry, I think I'm just losing the, yeah, I know I should Noted down somewhere, and I thought I had noted it down. But anyway, getting back, so the in 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 this in this surah that um sixty eight there is this uh, ayah. It's called uh, it's the ayah number fourteen. Now simply, so the translation is that now simply because he has been blessed with abundant wealth and children, whenever our revelations are recited to him, he says ancient fables. We will soon mark his snout. So these three ayah, what's what's so of course you know we 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 are we are not required to take them at face values. So if you if you really look into it, right? So here Allah says that. So now I'm going to again talk about the religious aspect, and then I'm going to talk about the modern aspect. So religiously speaking, because I know I also have listeners who are Muslims at the moment who are also Muslims, so I'd like to. Uh, you know, maintain this aspect. So religiously speaking, Allah says that 
when we when we award you when we when we give you abundance and wealth and abundance and wealth doesn't have to be a million dollar or trillion dollars you know these are these are these are something that's just luxury but you know i think if our if we can have we can eat twice or thrice a day we have a roof over our heads i think this is one of the richest things a person can feel i mean to feel safe in your own home is 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 a huge privilege and i there are so many people out there right now i know personally who do not feel safe in their own homes and and even if it's a home it's still they feel that they could be attacked they could be they could be uh their security could be compromised in any 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 time of the day so coming back to this where where allah says that when he has been when when people are blessed with abundant wealth and children and then whenever our revelations are recited to these people they say they are just ancient stories and i think this is something that i've i've heard so often especially in in especially in bigger cities you know in cities where you feel that money can buy everything where money more or less dictates you know your your how you feel about yourself how you feel about the others because you have the power to wear whatever you want you will have the you have the power to eat to 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 spoil yourselves and i i i i feel that that so i have heard this a lot the statement a lot in 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 cities in bigger cities which are away from the nature that's another tangent i i would go in a while but i feel that the statement of yeah these are all those stories which were written back in the time you know this is just ancient tales like who cares about them now we are living in these times this this message does not really apply today 1400 years ago people were in the desert etc and i and just to read this verse today and honestly this is the first time i'm reading this verse and i'm, I'm i i've been reading quran for quite quite a while and this is the first time i ever come across this word and i i i'm like exactly like we sometimes get so busy we get so distracted by our worldly gains that we forget that even if we claim that we have earned this we have this is our hard work this is my money this is my property this is my time etc this does nothing but gives a very dangerous edge of becoming egoistic and by by walking on this path one of the beauties of the quran is that when the quran tries to to ask people not to do something it doesn't say not always it doesn't say don't do it it says don't go near it so it's not that you will instantly like overnight become an egoistic person or a selfish person you know or or a greedy person it comes with time you know it, it there are certain acts we do which we know we should not be doing yet we end up doing them and these have repercussions as time goes by if if you you know one one more religious aspect that I'll go to the to the to the modern day aspect and then I will uh, bring it to to end that so for example the religious aspect right if you really think about it like we all know the famous story of adam and eve of course in islam it is there but it has it is how christianity tells the story is different than what islam tells and then again this is a topic outside uh, the scope of this podcast so i will not be talking about that anyway if you really think about it adam had adam and eve had access to every single tree every single blessing out there in paradise but there was this one tree or one spot where he was not allowed to, where he was asked not to go yet he went for it 
So you see that there's this, you know, this is quite a human nature that we always want to first, we always want to sometimes we really want to do what we are told not to do. And second, we always want to go for the next thing, even if we have something. So now talking about the modern day times, I I feel I've I've been surrounded by so many great people in my life and, and even 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 if we are all great, I mean I will talk from my experience that for a very long time when I moved to Germany, I defined my happiness, my joy based on what other people had in, in their lives. You know, if they had a better job, if they were earning more salary than I was, if they were in a better socio-economic position than I was. And I always felt that that I would like to have that, even though I had so much in my life, even though I was I was studying at a good university, I graduated from a great university, I, I still wanted to I mean, I don't want to say that it's bad to dream. It's definitely not a bad thing to dream. You should, you should dream. We should, we should aim. We should aim to become the best of what we are. You know, if we are an engineer, we want to become the best of an engineer. If we, if we are an artist, if we are an actor, if we are a singer, we should aim to become the best of who we are. Yet, we should not forget that in the pursuit of of chasing to be the next best that we ignore of what we have unless it's taken away from us. And honestly, during my recent trips to uh, back home, I, I, I realized that one thing I always took for granted was my health. The ability to basically walk out every day, the ability to just turn on the tap and drink, turn on, <laughs> to open the tap and drink water when I can, to basically go to an ATM machine, withdraw cash, because, I don't know, I want to have a yummy cake. I I love cakes, by the way. So (laughs) I had really taken these things for granted. And I, every time I felt sad for not having something or for not having, I don't know, a really good looking table or a good looking bed or a very comfortable bed or a really comfortable mattress, whatever that is, I, I always forgot to appreciate what I have. And you know, this is something that really grounds us in reality, that we need to, all right, it's no, it's, there is no harm in, in again, there is no harm in, 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 in pursuing um, a better quality of life. But it is also very important to ground yourself in a reality that should remind you that your basic necessities are being fulfilled. And we should remind us of that. We should remind us of things, especially health. You know, for example, like I always used to, I was very, very unsatisfied with my complexion. I'm a brown person and I always wanted to be white because I, I, I felt that I would feel so much better if I'm white. And or I would feel so much better if I'm, if I'm you know, living somewhere else or if I'm, if I'm not. Yet again, you know, it's, 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 it's. There is no harm in looking for something, but at the same time, I realized that I was getting really ungrateful for what I have. And it's, it's, it was quite a personal journey, but I, I realized many things when they were gone and how much, how much value they held in my life. So we need to, we need to identify the, the things that make us greedy. You know, we need to identify what makes us ungrateful. We need, is, it, is it my thirst of knowledge? Is it my thirst of, 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 of something, something material? Is it, is it my thirst of, of like, what is exactly that's, that's, uh, that makes me want more? And if it is something constructive for me or is it destructive for me in the long run? 
We need to hold ourselves responsible for the choices we make, but not in a destructive way. It's a lesson that we need to learn out of every choice we make. There's a very beautiful saying of Prophet Muhammad He says that son of Adam grows old, but remains young in two matters, the greed for wealth and greed for long life. And that could be an entire another tangent about wishing for longer life, <laughs> you know. And all I'm, all I'm trying to say is that, that we need to identify how to, how to put a boundary to our needs, to our wants, to our... To our there's no harm in also, I, I think, you know, treating yourself for something because we sometimes work a lot and sometimes you just want to treat yourself with something nice. But just we need to always remember not our individual role in our lives, but also as our individual role in a, in a society, in a community, the choices that we make, what kind, of, what kind of impact it can have on others, that the people are, who are around me, should I flaunt or should I not flaunt, you know, things like that. But as I said, you know, it's really hard for me to, to make a podcast <laughs> of 15 to 20 minutes. And because as you see that by just naming, this is what makes for me in the Quran so profound that by just naming a single aspect in it you can literally withdraw you can extract so much different aspects and different topics that 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 you know they can they can help you throughout your life and i feel that that greed is one thing that you know for example i don't of course i I wouldn't name companies but you know working for certain companies you also realize that even if the company is doing great even if the company uh, is, 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 is smashing their sales target. They always overwork their employees just for the greed of, of, of just having more and more and more until, you know, there, there are burnouts. That's why you have so many stories of people burning out. And I, and I, and I feel that it's, it's just because, you know, when I, when I, living, 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 living in Pakistan, I lived in Pakistan, you know, I know that I was used to eating seasonal, seasonal salad. <laughs> Sorry for that. Um, seasonal vegetables. But when I came to Aachen, when I came to Germany, and I, I found mangoes throughout the year here, I found fruits and vegetables out of season. And I, w- I, I would just ask myself this question, you know, and there is no... I, I was like, it's no wonder the why, there are, why there are so much... The why there is so much chemical on food, why there is so much... Um, uh, overconsumption going on because we want to have it all we want to even if we do not want to avail an option we like to have the opportunity to make a choice and this in itself is quite dangerous just because you want to feel free to make a choice we end up doing certain things which we shouldn't be doing in the first place and I, I, I think I think even if people know that strawberries don't taste out of good out of season, but just to know that I can buy strawberries just because I I want to, we we play on we play on our health. We play on the uh, health of this planet. The, the, the planet suffers, we suffer, our health suffers. And and you know that's why this 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 vicious cycle of greed, you know, we need to define we need to define what we really need in our lives, what we, what will really, because if you, if we are going to define our happiness based on objects, based on external traits, we will always, we will always be in misery. We will always be miserable, you know, and I, I, we need to own our happiness. We need to work on a happiness that comes from within. 
And this is what really makes a person rich. And you can put this person anywhere on this planet. He will or she will find a way to, to, to find happiness. And I think this is something that that was, for me, the most profound lesson from the surah. Actually, the surah talks about, um, talks about a person uh, who used to give a, a very small... He had so much abundance of wealth that he used to give a portion of that to the poor people. And uh, when he died, he told his kids that, you know, I have been doing this. So please let the, after I pass away, don't let the poor people, uh, uh, don't shun them away. Let them come and eat from the gardens. It was, I think, one third of part or a smaller part of the garden that he would only dedicate it to the poor people. He didn't just to give it back. But what happened as soon as a person dies, these, the, 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 the offspring got, uh, got greedy and they, they wanted to block it. They wanted to completely uh, um, uh, block the poor people from coming in there. And one morning when they got up, the entire garden was destroyed by, by, by natural calamity. So, you know, this is where, you know, it, it, it brings this, it, it begs the question that, you know, like if, um, that, that how, how much is, is abundance? How much is necessity? How much is my need? You know, and this is, this is something we really need to know. And, Sometimes when we feel we have so much, it's also, then it's a sign that we, it's time, excuse me, that it also is a time and a sign that it's time to give back. It's time to return. So I think that even if it is important to live in the moment, to live, to, to, to practice gratitude, it is, it, is, it is at the same time also very important to take care that we do not feed ourselves too much that we start living, we start contributing to an era where which we already live in of inflated egos. So thank you so much for listening. And I'm sorry I went quite over time, but uh, I hope that you could find it as useful as I did. Wa akhiru dawana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.